stop what you're doing. Unless you're counting votes. This is the Afternoons with Josh Ken. Maybe Amanda, a silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, as long as your wife missed the show for a prenatal massage, whatever that is. It's always the Afternoons. That's just like we we this is the first time this has ever happened in the history of the show. We got a super chat from our buddy Brian Brawler uh, before the show even started. And best. it said, I'm taking a nap, which I approve of, clearly. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Uh, wanted to donate before then because I don't know how long I'll be out for. You're welcome. And yes, I am the best. I watch so many YouTube shows and donate. Need to start budgeting. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I, I we appreciate it. And that's also a very funny comment. And yes, yes. you are the best. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Brawler in the running for the best. Of yeah. the world. Uh, Django's yeah. got a mangoes here, Jesse Roach. If you're listening on Fridays, we release this as a podcast, but also it's live on Josh McCuga's YouTube channel, uh, which uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a good, ta- it's a good uh, channel. Josh, your YouTube channel is a good channel full of, uh, full of good people. Yes, I agree. Uh, good people. It's, this channel is the Josh McCuga Show channel, but in the very near future, yeah. uh, it, it will be, be rebranded. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, mm. we have Ken and I, and mm. uh, one one Mark Riley are working on something. We're working mm. on an idea. We have an mm. idea. Uh, we're gonna start like letting mm. you maybe some like some tweets out there that uh, you know we'll start teasing, start testing uh, the water, start uh, fishing the pond, if you will. I don't know if that's is that a, is that a Ooh, saying? I like to fish the pond. That sounds dirty. Yeah, giggity. I've been trying like new sayings with people to see if they stick. And nobody's really questioned me. Like yesterday, I borrowed my buddy's truck and I was like, threw some cheddar in the tank for you. And he's like, thanks, man. I was like, ooh, cheddar in the tank. All right, that's sticking. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense to me. You know, I threw some money into the tank, fill up the gas tank. That that works. That works. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Carl's checking in from Stockholm, Sweden, which is interesting because I just went to IKEA. Uh, yeah. In under 25 minutes, Josh, in and out. <sighs> Ken, that's a world record. I think this we know. I think yeah. if you follow the arrows to the T, you're, you're legally and physically not yeah. able to leave Ikea in under 45 minutes, I think yeah. is the rule. I, I only took one shortcut. Um, okay. There was a difference from my recent Ikea trips. Someone not with me. And um, I don't know. I just got right to the point. <laughs> I When the Ikea first came to Pittsburgh, and the first one is yeah, still yeah. there, it's at the Robinson Town Center. Uh, it's near where John McCuga worked for, for ages in eons. I remember going in there the first time and like, it was a family trip. I mean, we went mm-hmm. and I remember walking in and seeing how cool the setup were setups were for like kids' yep. beds, right? Yeah. Yep. And um, you, like I asked my mom immediately, can I have that? Look how amazing this is. Ken, there hasn't ever been a quicker no in the history of parenting than when I was asking for bedding or something from Ikea. I think my parents just took us there as like punishment of like, hey, this is what you could have if you guys were actually good kids. But because you're bad kids, we just bring you here and we rub your face in it. And your dad and I buy some shower curtains and we leave. I, I love that you've got to experience Ikea as a kid because I didn't get to experience it until I moved to L.A. in uh 98, 99, they opened up the one in Burbank. And now they have the largest one in, like, America is in Burbank. They shut down the one and built the other. And uh, I'm jealous you got to experience it as a, as a quote-unquote yeah. kid. You know, I had a, a, you know, 22, 23 is the first time I walked in. It was like a Disneyland of furniture. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, it is. It's still magical to me in there. And I still, it still smells. Every Ikea smells the exact same. It it's really that does. perfect mixture of new furniture, carpet, and meatballs. Yeah. I was little, cause you know, obviously with the, the lockdown, there's some procedures in place. You have to go through a different entrance and there's no food. And, and, you know, I really love those meatballs, Josh. I love those balls of meat uh, from the Swedes. And, they're really, uh, really good. They're really good. good. They're good. But it's a good trip. I got in and out, got to where I, I, I needed uh, to go. Um, only stopped. I took a couple reconnaissance photos for wine glasses for Grace. Ah, um, nice. But even with that, Josh, 25 minutes. Pretty proud of that today. I think that we should maybe do like a competition. You have to buy something, one thing, but you have to follow <laughs> the arrows the whole time and then yep. check out and see who can do it fastest. Now, to be clear, I didn't buy anything. That is a different okay. category for sure. Good point that you brought that up because uh, I did yeah. the thing. And then you have to slip by people, you know, in the yeah. line. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I just didn't buy anything. Didn't buy anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the I love checkout how, there is very stressful. It's stressful. It's a stressful checkout. Uh, and I love how you um, talked about Ikea coming to Pittsburgh. I love like... Uh, we didn't land on Ikea. Ikea landed on us is mm-hmm. uh, kind of what the vibe I'm getting from you over there. Uh, Andy, I, mean, uh, I can still remember like parking in the parking lot and it was a big deal. Like people were just wandering around going like, whoa. It was. Well, the, when the one opened in downtown Burbank, when they, well, the, they moved the one from downtown Burbank to just outside downtown. Remember that was during the, the, uh, remember that company we worked for where things collided a lot and everything, uh, yeah, we were over there and, uh, Dennis, uh, the, the great Dennis Zen was like, he went there. Like it was Disneyland. Like he was like the yeah. first time opening day he went there and was, it took oh. photos and, and reconnaissance <laughs> and came back was like, there's a parking stall. Well, that's a photo of a parking stall, Dennis. That's great. Um, leave it up to the legend that is Dennis Zen to not get excited about literally anything, but a new Ikea. He was, he, Dennis is the best. Dennis has just a great observation skills. Like I flew, flew back from New York and he's not the best flyer. And I sat next to him and Mark Riley, who Mark Riley is the worst flyer. Yes. If the plane just goes, he starts holding his head, hand in his head and head his hand, whatever, whatever. And and Dennis wasn't the best either, but Dennis would just take a photo and post on an Instagram. And I go to his Instagram page and just be like on a plane. Thanks, Dan. That's great. Appreciate it. It's great. He's the, he, listen, he's a man of many words and many talents. Yeah. Uh, speaking of man of many talents, what do you think, Christian? What's NOK fifty? Is that like Hong Kong? Uh, Is that like Nokia dollars? I Is think that, that means dollars? you know when you when you knock an arrow, knock, and you're and you're gonna fire oh. an arrow. I think that's what it means. Yeah. It costs him yeah. fifty knocks to fire uh, an arrow. Uh, I think that's so, Christian underscore seven who sends me. Uh, 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 those basket, those boxes of candy, which is why. Oh, that's our buddy. I was uh, shopping for chairs today because I, I, and I couldn't fit into some of them, Josh. So you know. <laughs> so wait, do we think that's the Danish currency, the the kroner? Is that Dane? Is that Danish Christian? Come in here and tell. He's, I he's from Norway, right? So is that the Norway? The Norway. Oh, Norway. That's right. That's right. So the Norwegian kroner. Corona. The Krona. Jesse, Jesse Ro- Roach yeah. as the Krona. The Norwegian Corona. Norwegian Corona, man, that's a great airline. <laughs> that's, great airline. It's one of my favorite airlines. You know why, Ken? Because what? they're one of the last remaining airlines yeah. that still gives you like that mystery meat inside the warmed plastic. It's oh, like a yeah. meatloaf, but not so yeah. much the meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah. Just Christian loaf. underscore seven or Christian says that's a good old fashioned Norwegian Kroner. There you go. Well, yeah. And they, they named the airline after the currency. Yeah, they did. Uh, your money flies farther than you can imagine is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. What and what's what's kind of crazy is that they're like the CEO of the airline is also the head pilot 
and he's like the captain. Like I guess that's that's what they would they call the head pilot. I'm not I'm not a Does pilot he, head guy. Pilot. Head pilot works. Does he take his business meetings while he's flying too? He does. He zooms. He he throws it on auto autopilot. Hangs out in the back. Yeah. Has Danish because not only is Danish krona an airline and the currency, it's also a lovely pastry. It is. It is. Uh, Josh, have we talked about this before? Do you, upon landing, and the captain, and the pilot, or the head pilot, the chief pilot, whatever you want to call them, and they stand out there with, as you debark, disembark? I I go out of my way to thank them. Yeah. Oh, I I if if COVID wasn't happening, I always reach out to shake their hand if they want right I, I usually I, have so much luggage or something that i can't but i'm all, i i mean i think the stewardess or the you know the flight attendants i think the yeah. guy that's changing out the trash i think <laughs> the pilots i think the guy doing the the thing like getting the sky bridge out i think everybody sky because you pilot. know that 90 percent of people are yeah. just like <laughs> oh yeah and just take it for granted they take it for granted that this human being and his uh buddy the assistant pilot um Flew this metal hulk of metal and uh, in, in, in engine and and whatever into the sky and and, and landed it safely. Like I don't yeah. ever take that for granted. So I'm I think but the problem is I think I'm over sincere. I looked them in the eye and just be like, thank you, thank, thank you. you. They're like, got it. I I I just landed in Houston. I need to go get a lunch. Like leave me alone. <laughs> He gets back in the cockpit. He's like, God, oh, that guy really looked me in the eyes. Yeah. And, and, and I know a lot of the flight attendants I do. Every time I board a plane, I take my right hand and I actually tap the body of the plane. And I just go give it two taps. Good game. Good game. Uh, as I'm going into the plane. And I know some flight attendants have seen me and they're just like, oh, God, that ain't going to do nothing, kid. That ain't going to yeah. do nothing. Apollo Creed. Ken. Carl Weathers is watching. Yeah. A former uh, heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. Uh, first time listener. Miss y'all fools. First time, uh, listen, you, we are, this is our 128th episode, but I'm happy to have anyone join really? join the channel. 128 episodes of the afternoons. I even got the old school shirt on. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Apollo. Um, and we're really doing it. It's never too late to join the party. Uh, we're a bunch of good, Can, good people over here. You know what I always think about is like, okay. Yeah. I'm not an, I'm obviously not an engineer. Okay. I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, like a, a yeah. I, I just want to know when, you know, they're drawing the plans for the plane. Yeah. What's the first thing that happens? Like, what? Oh, yeah. so I got this wire and then we put, and then the plane starts like, oh, yeah. what is like, you're talking so, about like when they're drawing it or built or putting the pieces down like a Lego set, like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, what is the first thing that happened? I think I think you have to build the fuselage in the center, and then you build out from there. That's what I would think. Okay. okay. So uh, my gra- like a- my late grandmother worked at Boeing as did, as did as did my late uncle Boeing down at like Downey for years. They built planes. Oh, wow. actually built planes. Um, okay. I can't ask him right now. Maybe I'll get a seance going and ask him, uh, Uncle Vinny, fuselage first, wings first. What do you got? Yeah. Look. Are they, do they, do they pour the molten metal and then frame it in like a metal guy thing? And then <laughs> they, a metal guy. <laughs> and then they put the bolt, like the rivets in there. And then they like, they crane yeah. it in. You know what I mean? Is where, where does it start? Where on like day one, it's like, Hey, we hired these a hundred people. We're going to start building a plane and they're all sitting around kind of like, ah. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, uh, my dad was a, an engineer mind. Uh, he, for years worked at ITT 
on Vandenberg Air Force Base, and he designed printed circuit boards that went in like rockets and missiles and who knows, black SR-1 Blackbirds. I don't know. I don't know. And I only visited my dad once at work in 30 years that he worked there. Um, I did not get that mind. I did not get no. that mind. I got my mom's, my mom's mind on that stuff. Like I know how you start to build a house. You dig a hole, and then you fill that hole with concrete, and then you start building a foundation, and then it goes up from there. Yeah. But where, like, when all of a sudden, when you're building the plane, like, how do they know where all those wires go? And and second yeah. of all, yeah, how do they know? Ben, my brother and I talk about this all the time. the The plane is so heavy. Yeah. Okay. It's heavy. so heavy. How's it go? How does it go? How how you go? <laughs> how you go? Also, how do cruise ships stay afloat? That's exactly where I was going to next, Josh. I've never been on a cruise ship. Large reason why? I'm not convinced it works. <laughs> I don't want the fuck. It's I've, literally the biggest thing of metal I've ever seen. And anytime <laughs> I've ever thrown metal into the ocean, it has sunk. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I, I'm not convinced well, it I, works. I was, uh, you know, down in uh, Comic Con every year in San Diego. You're on, you're on that uh, the ocean side right there, right? and you see the big ships in the water. I'm like, this is this is black magic. You can't convince me. You know, you can't convince me that this works. So I, th- therefore, I've never been on a cruise ship. Never been on a floating city because I'm like, that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. I get like a Viking we, ship. We're literally losing. Yeah, I get. That's made of wood. Yeah, yeah. It's rounded wood with people on it. Lighter. What are you saying? We're losing people. What are you saying? Yeah, I think we're, we started it. We, we're, I think people are currently leaving the live chat because, like, these guys are so stupid. But I legitimately, I want to sit with an engineer. I mean, I'm sure there's YouTube videos like beginning to end cruise ship build. How do cruise ships float? There or are. beginning to end plane build. There are. You know what I discovered? There's a channel, um, and it's the same type of thing. I'm always saying we're scrambling for views back in the day when we were doing those movie channels. And, uh, you yeah. know, uh, 10 things you didn't know about Batman's nipples, like, and, and 1,200 views. There's a guy who has a th- he's a 3D builds 3d models on computers and he and he goes inside things like here's what the white house looks like here's what the hindenburg looked like how where the actual people slept and worked inside the hindenburg and all kind of i'm fascinated with it man and yeah. and it kind of is like what you're saying there like i, I want to know i don't know and he's got like a million views god god bless him god bless him. i i also want to see you know because when they built the pyramids they couldn't mm-hmm. just say oh we missed a little hole there it, those right. were those were gigantic stones being, unfortunately, lifted by slaves. And once they got to where they were, they weren't moving them. You know, I'm convinced. Uh, yeah, aliens. I'm convinced. Or giants. I've seen. Oh, yeah. I've seen those hieroglyphics of giants uh, building them. I'm con- that you got me convinced right there. That that's what it was. Uh, hey, you yeah, know, I mean, uh, Josh. Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on here. You're looking live right there. And so uh, you're John King at again, CNN the Biden campaign is quite confident out here. So the the former. There's nothing decided. <laughs> The, I have it's been, literally just a guy hang, like hanging yeah. by a map that's blue and red, and then everybody else kind of just... I mean, can you imagine the producers trying to fill another hour being like, hey, they're yeah. counting them? I, You know, yeah, no, it, it, I've been glued to... I've been watching CNN. It's John King, Wolf Blitzer, Anderson Cooper. Like, yeah. I like that team. I li- I've liked Wolf Blitzer since the Gulf War 91. I felt safe and secure with him. A man's name is Wolf Blitzer, Wolf Blitzer Ken. Blitzer, How you, you know? Um, uh, but... You know how? Yeah, they're they're at that magic wall, just guessing. Like, like, what if he? What if he was to win this one? Oh, that's pretty good. Well, what if he was to win this one? Oh, that's not. That's good too. 
but what if he was to win this one and this one? I get it. What are you going to do? It, it's it's <laughs> stretch, stretch. I'm, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like in in sports where you know the, some of the timeouts are determined by the commercials, uh, yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. and not even like when the fix is in. I don't think the fix is in, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if like there's uh, a collection of producers, CNN, MSNBC, calling in Nevada. You guys want a lunch break? Take a lunch break. We we, we want to play this out for days. Our ratings are through the roof. Just let it go. <laughs> go to go to the Riviera, or it's not there. Go to the Gold Coast. Have some fun. I mean, it would be awesome if we just turned into CNN and they were just playing charades. I mean, yeah. they're putting us on the air. Yeah. Still need to talk about this. And I'm not suggesting that, you know, election night is it. Yeah, we've all known you take you gotta verify everything. I'm not saying speed up. I'm just like, I just it's just the way it's all playing out. Just uh CNN's just they're just stretching. They're doing improv. He and John King and Wolf Blitzer are doing yes and at the magic wall. <laughs> uh oh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh jungle, jungle. Jungle Rock. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, Jungle Up is driving me mad. Yeah, Wolf, take it. Take I got it. nothing. Take it. Take it. Take um, it. Okay. Yeah. This is the best comment we've got in a long time. I wish it was a super chat so so mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I would read it immediately. It doesn't matter. I'm reading it anyway. Read it. Read okay. it. We don't. We don't. Yeah. Jesse Roach, who's the best. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Said, I went on a cruise when I was 10, and my oldest brother got left behind in Aruba. We laugh about it 15 <laughs> years later, but obviously not funny at the time. Follows up with, what an, oh, wait, no, wait. Follows up with, what an idiot, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'd love to know that. How does that happen? Yeah. Okay. Aruba, I, Jamaica. Ooh, I don't want to take you from there. You're stuck <laughs> on the platform. The ship is sailing away. Aruba has zero unemployment. Not sure if you know that. It's I one, one I of the few places that everybody's that. employed. Anyway. I, I didn't know that. Okay. Wow. So Jesse, how does that happen? Yeah. How one, I I know how it happens. Oh, you do? Because I my brother and I almost got left behind on the island of Mykonos in Greece on a cruise. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, you know Lindsay Lohan has a club there. She'll tell you about it 15 times in a conversation. Yes. In her in her uh, new Greek, f- fake Greek accent. Mikos. Hi, I'm Lindsay Lohan. How do you say club in America? Yeah, 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 yeah. Grace and I watched the first season of that reality show where she picks a bartender on her club in Mykonos. We couldn't stop. You, We could not stop. <laughs> and every other line from Lindsay Lohan is, well, you know, I moved here. to. I, I come to Mykonos because I just feel good here in Mykonos. By the way, I'm in Mykonos. We're like, we got it. The whole show's set in your club in Mykonos. Oh. Yeah. And you can, and everybody is on ecstasy there in Molly the whole time. Yeah. Aruba, and Jamaica. So Jesse so you, Roach, give us the give us the full story. So you, but also, so you and Ben were almost got left behind in Mykonos. Yeah. So family goes on a Greek, a Greek, a Greek cruise. <laughs> mm. A Greek cruise to meet to uh we went to like a few of the islands. This was I think it was like the summer after my freshman year in college. Okay. And so we go to Mykonos and the, and the ship is staying in port all night in Mykonos and leaving first thing in the morning. Okay. Okay. So it's like, I think it was leaving at like 7am. So my parents, we all went out to dinner. My parents are like, we're going to go to the ship. And Ben and I said, well, we're just going to go to one of the bars and see like what Greek nightlife is like. And my mom was like, all right, be careful. And my dad was like, if you miss this ship, I'm going to kill you. So we go to this club and we, we partake in, you know, a lot of stuff. And 
you know, we, we drank and we met girls and, you know, like the club was full of foam. And then, you know, it was, we went to like another club and this was like before Mm -hmm. cell phones really. So we didn't have cell phones. This is 2001 or 2002. We didn't bring our cell phones to Greece. This wasn't, you know, once you took your phone outside of your house at Rome so bad, you got $900 worth of cell phone charges and you never took them anywhere. That's true. That's true. So, so we go, we're like partying and we're just not keeping track of time. We just kind of blacked out, I think. Yeah. And we come out of the club and it's light out. Oh no. And Ben is going like, does anybody know what time it is? I'm, I'm screaming and some guy's like, it's 6, uh, 14. And <laughs> it's, Ken, the, the, the boat is far away. Yep. You have these two drunk American kids sprint <laughs> through an empty Mykonos and we catch the cruise ship with like, three minutes to go like leap onto and it get to our room mm-hmm. and as we're sprint like as we're walking to our room we're like you know we're sweating profusely and my parents are coming out of their room to do like a morning little walk around the cruise <laughs> and course. they were livid dude just livid because not only were we sweating we were really hammered and on drugs <laughs> First of all, when you started to tell the story, I thought you and Ben were like 10 and 11 or 12, whatever the age difference is. Um, no, you're like, no. you're like your early twenties. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm 21. Okay. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm 20. Okay. And he's 22. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That changes the story. That's uh, I can't imagine. I just, I, well, I imagine like John McCookie's got some those like shorts on with like a fanny pack and like a Hawaiian uh, t-shirt. And uh, maybe I'm buttoned one down more than normal. Uh, Deb's got a tracksuit on with a little, uh, like a visor, and they're going to go for a morning ship walk. And then here it comes uh, Lindsay Lohan and the Mykonos brothers around the corner. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber, Goobus and Gallon. Yeah. Here's, here's a good one. Yeah. Janko's got a mango. Mm-hmm. Let, I'll do you one better. My dad left my brother and I at a Best Buy because we wouldn't stop playing the Mario Kart. I mean, demo. that's fair on both sides, on both sides. Think, I think we're gonna do. For, I wouldn't stop playing the Mario Kart demo number one and two. You know, at some point you're on your own, kids. So. I mean, my mom. We would go to the mall, the South Hills Village Mall in Pittsburgh, PA. Yeah, we'd go to the GameStop, which before then I think it was. I don't think it was called a GameStop. It was called something else. I feel uh, like it was like an Fye. Oh yeah, I remember Fye. Yeah, yeah, something like that, or like yeah. National Record Mart, but they had video games, right? Um, and so we would just go and like play the video games while my mom shopped at what was, what is now, I think a Macy's, it was called Kaufman's. Yeah. And then before that, it was a department star called Horns, H-O-R-N-E-S, Horns. Horns, H-O-R-N-E-S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she would go and like do her thing and we'd be like, oh, we're going to be, oh no, there was a KB Toys that had the demos. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. KB Toys was great. Yeah. Remember KB Toys? Yeah, you, absolutely. And so we would just play there. And my mom would drop us off and then she'd come back like 30 minutes later. And we'd still be playing the demo, the Sonic demo, Mario Kart, whatever it was. Yeah. Nintendo, Game Boy. We had it. We did it. Yeah. That's that's the life right there, man. Ooh, EB Games. They're this is what EB Games. EB Games. EB Games. I know that one classic that too. I know the yeah. FE1. Jedi Germs says. Yeah. EB Games. That's good. EB Games. Yeah, I did. See, my mom. <laughs> So overprotective wouldn't be, I was like not quite dog leash, but like there was no way I'm stepping out of the house alone. Like, yeah, yeah. 
What's going on with your hair there? You couldn't go to the mall by yourself? No. 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 And it's like the mirror image. Oh. You know? Do I, let let me ask this question (laughs) for those on the uh, YouTube version. Um, Do I look like the guy that gets mad at Miss Yvonne and uh, Pee Wee and Pee Wee's Big Adventure and chases him around the uh, dinosaurs? You know? (laughs) Like, right? I kind of look like him. <laughs> it chases can we? Can we? Can I bring that up? How do I share the screen like that? How do I do that? Uh, you share the screen. Uh, you got to go to a tab, bring up the picture, and then you can uh, share the screen and choose that tab. It's it's uh, it should be easier. We're technical directing our own show, but uh, it's it's good there. It's good. I was gonna go get a haircut today and trim the beard, but I had to do that IKEA run. So. Uh, and I had, oh, you know what? Ranger Donald uh, is in, in the live chat. F you, Ranger Donald. Um, I was going to get oh, rid of yes. those tasty cakes, maybe give them to a homeless person. I've eaten half of them myself. And I got them out of the house and I put them at this unsecu- un, uh, or these this secured uh, secret location that uh, we cannot reveal yet. And I put them there hoping you and Riley would eat them, Josh. You, you two haven't touched them. And I, I've had um, almost three boxes. It's been painful. Okay. Here we go. There? Okay. Yeah, okay. Great, great. So there's Yvette. Oh, I said Miss Yvonne. I meant, I meant Yvette. Yeah, Miss Yvonne's from the Playhouse. Uh, this is great. I miss I Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's just one of my favorite movies there. Um, you're almost there. I mean, that's Francis, uh, Francis Buxton. For those on the audio, uh, um, uh, Josh is currently searching the Google machine for Pee Wee's Big Adventure Dinosaur Guy Chasing Pee Wee. <laughs> and he's not finding it exactly. See, there's nothing on the screen. Scroll on down. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Scroll on down to the, the other side. It's got to be. Oh, large, large, large Marge. It scared me. Uh, large Marge. There, okay, so there's the guy. This guy? No, that's that's uh, the guy, he, the, the other guy, and the and the and the that guy. That's the back of him. This guy. That guy. There you go. That's the guy. There you go. That's the photo you want. <laughs> Do I look like him right now? That's uh, that's ogre. From Ner- that's ogre from nerds. I don't think it's the same guy. You don't? No, I don't think it is. You? Sure? I know who you're thinking of. I don't know. Maybe it is. I didn't. I never saw nerds. No, you're right. Because here's another one of them. His name is John Harris. Yeah. See, look at that. That's me. Look at that. <laughs> That's me. That's mm-hmm. Uh. Anyways, I gotta I gotta trim that beard. No, I have more gray in my beard now. It's crazy how much gray. It's, Man, I just shared my first screen. Can I? I I, I, I scared. I sh- I shared my screen the other day on a, a call with Riley and uh, our other friend, and it uh, it is kind of scary because you can't you don't really know what's going on. No, because like all of a sudden I could share a screen and it's like, whoa, yeah. that's my personal information. Or, oh, yeah, you don't you don't know what's on that screen. You don't know what's on that screen. You don't know. Oh. Um, let me uh, let me check back into the election. Josh and I are concerned about the election. We are following along in the election. I want everyone to realize that, even though we're not addressing it. Uh, by the way, but it's just there's nothing, nothing, and just Biden on brink of win, waiting for PA. So Pennsylvania, Josh. My home state. Your home state. 92, the estimated vote totals in, all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so that's why we're not directly addressing it, because we're just we're just waiting. We just, we just, there's nothing, no new information. We are watching. I got YouTube TV up in the background there. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday during the podcast form, we may already know. 
we may already know. So, okay. yeah. What's going on with your shirt? You No, no, I'm taking my mic out because yeah. I need to show you something. And I made a video of it a couple of weeks ago, but I need to show you it again. Oh, and also, this... it's, it's the official workout device now of the afternoons. I love this. I want one of these. So Josh is going to share a device. I forget what the name of it is. It is, um, it's for golfers, maybe improve your baseball swing. Um, okay. Look at that. What is that called? I see your ring light. All right. Okay. It looks like a genie yeah. bottle. It's called the RMT Club. The RMT yeah. Club. Co okay. Yes. By mm. Weck Method. Weck okay. Method. That sounds dirty. And Giggity. it's like okay. W-E-C-K. Okay. All right. Now I have the four pound one. See it? Okay. Yeah, four pounds. And How high do they go? Oh, goes so to eight. Eight pounds. So do do that but, again. Do that again. Do that again. Okay. Wow, it's like a musical instrument. You could play Kokomo in that. Yeah, it's a it's a marimba. Yeah. Okay. Is that a music instrument? I just make up a word. So four um, four pounds. It looks like um, a sorry you know what it kind piece. Of looks like? Yeah. Go ahead. Were we, no, were we, I, it I looks like it. a sorry playing piece for the board game. Sorry. Yes. Or Parcheesi. Or Parcheesi on top of like a, a medicine ball. Okay. okay. So basically, uh, there's a link below too. If you guys want to try like a new workout thing, I love this thing. Now, they have a two pound, a four pound, a six pound, and an eight pound. The four pound, this is the heaviest four pounds I've ever felt in right. my life. Right. Okay. It's, just, it's now, your wrist. Okay. I use it to like swing it like a golf club before I play golf. I also use it as a workout. I also use it like for ab stuff. I use it for like torque with my like uh, core. It's really good for the trunk. If you play baseball or you have a kid that plays baseball, this is great for it. If you play like adult softball, it's awesome. Yeah. I also think that it sort of looks like one of those juggling things that like people uh -huh. juggle on the boardwalk. You know yeah. what I mean? This is true. I want one of these. How do I get one of these? So there's a link down in the YouTube video below. You can follow okay. that to my affiliate link. There's also a coupon code for it. Okay. Wow. If you buy to help support the show, if you want to get in shape, it's great for it. Okay. It also kind of like gives you, like I use it when I'm watching a Steeler game because I get so nervous. Yeah. They kind of just swing it around. Uh, you um, also, and this, I'm like, I'm making it like a long commercial of this, but I made a, a, a hashtag RMT time, T-E-E, -E, like uh -huh. for golf, RMT uh -huh. time. Okay. I got it. It's great. Also, let's just say you're like into LARPing. Or you do like, uh -huh. you know, stage combat or something uh -huh. like uh -huh. that. Uh -huh. Or you're in a renaissance fair. Maybe uh -huh. you want to paint this like some sort of medieval club and use it for a Halloween or a costume like that. It is very versatile. Let's just say Harry, you're a Harry Potter fan and you need like better wand strikes. You got it. <laughs> this is it. I see what you're doing. Uh, lightsaber training. You can, lightsaber you can train training. Lightsaber training. It's like a it's like a donut for the lightsaber, like it's a baseball bat. I want I do want one of these. Do you think one would work in the auditorium? I could do some swings and work on uh, my my abs on the sides there. So Ken doesn't have one of these. Ranger uh, Django's got a mango. Said, "Is this a sponsor? It is not a sponsor. No. Uh, Wetmethod.com. Check it out. They sent this to me because I reached out on Instagram. I'm not getting paid for any of this. I'm just telling you that yeah. this is. I love this thing. It is kind of like a man is like, oh, you're swinging that club again. No, it's become like my my workout best bud. And I, I bring it in my car. I, I use it before golf rounds. Like It, it is cool. actually a lot of fun to swing around. I, I want to experience it. I want to experience the benefits. 
And no, I'm not receiving a dime for this. I'm kind of grumpy oh. about that. Um, but now I do want one. I might have to buy one there. Um, Mike says it's one of those things Iron Sheik swings around. It does. The, uh, yeah, the Iranian, uh, what are those called? Uh, he used to do, and he used to do the videos and wrestling back in the 80s where he'd be, yeah, swinging it over his head. Like it's the Iranian, uh, something or someone will g- yeah. give me the right name. I and, thought about uh, that too. Yeah. Durkin, uh, Brendan Durkin says it, it kind of looks like a cartoon bomb. It does yeah. kind of look like that. So go to okay. weckmethod.com, the RMT club. I, I, I'm telling you, I love this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's given me more distance in my golf game or it, you know, but it's definitely like made my back and hips and shoulders feel better. I need that. I need that. I need, I need, uh, you know, got the botatorium. Yeah. We're all gaining weight in this, uh, in this time period, but, um, it's those tasty cakes. Those damn tasty cakes are getting to me, but I, I introduced the tasty cakes back in my life. My teeth hurt and my stomach is big. Yeah. Yeah, so I need that. I need that. I do need that in the auditorium. It would go also. Well. Let's just say you are thinking about a career choice switch, and you want to become a um, a, a, a lumberjack. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm a lumberjack, and I don't care. Practice, you can practice by swinging this like into your couch or onto like a large group of cushions or perhaps a pile of leaves before you go out and chop down trees. This is a really good way to warm up yeah. and get those muscles ready. I have that pile of wood in the backyard. I've been slowly chopping. It's taking me a while because <laughs> yeah. I have a hatchet, not an axe, um, and a little and a little saw. I think I think this might get some more strength behind my uh, chops. Ken, wait a second. Are we talking about those huge chunks of wood in your backyard? <coughs> well, what do you? Yeah, the I'd describe huge. The ones like on, those stumps. Those stumps. No, 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 no. The from the pine trees. No, no, no. We have from when the uh, the fig tree collapsed. The guy chopped up the branches, and then two gardening teams, one got fired for it, have not removed it despite being asked by our landlord. So I've just started chopping it up and burning it, and um, I'm not chopping well. Chopping broccoli, because eh? I have a hatchet. I bought a hatchet, not an axe. It's a difference. But if I had some strength behind that hatchet. I bought my. I need the. That's I need, what the RMT cover. I need the judge yeah. to come on down and maybe chop some wood for me. I um, I also uh, would like to come over and chop some stuff for you because I love chopping trees and things. Can I chop those pine things in the backyard with a with a giant axe? No, we're gonna keep those in case you want to sacrifice anything. It's a it's oh. like a, a, a pagan ritual place. I don't know. Um, um, no. Um, but yeah, yeah, the big pine trees. Uh, yeah. Anyways, we're, we, you know, I I think I'm sugar crashing because I wouldn't I I went by that place I was talking about, Josh, and I had two of those packages of the uh, butterscotch tasty cakes, and uh, <laughs> and then I, I will ran, say you, then I ran to you IKEA. are going in peaks and valleys, Ken. Your energy is high. Yeah. It's low. It's high. Yeah. It's, sort of like, <laughs> it's sort of like uh, Mojito brought to you. You know, like the the Mojito mm-hmm. when we when Mojito eventually branches off into energy supplements, I think it's just a matter of time because that's the natural progression of yeah. uh, anal G-sick creams. You know, anal G-sick creams that definitely sounds like something that you need. No, hold on, hold on. I'm going to share my screen again. Anal G-sick. I know. I know what you're saying. I I don't. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a word I've grown up with, but I've never said aloud. Analgesic doesn't sound like the way I'm going to choose to say it. Here we go. Look, I, I'm, share it. Share that screen. Look, double shared screen. Double analgesic. Analgesic. And yeah, 
of a drug acting to relieve pain, an analgesic drug. Yeah. Okay. Analgesic. Analgesic? Analgesic? <laughs> a- anal- analgesic uh, sounds like uh, just like a... I mean, it's like when you say pianist. Like, uh, just it, why didn't we as a people just say pianist? Why did right. we have to say pianist? I agree with that. I agree with that. Right? Yeah, this is... Like, this is the going back to our NASCAR race driver names conversation. But yes, I, I agree with that. I, you know, um, it's sort of like Ken. You remember mm-hmm. that song? Like, I'm your Venus. I'm your fire. I'm your, your desire. desire. Yeah. Uh, okay. co- covered by Banana Rama, but uh, a song from the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid and that song came on, I asked my mom why that woman was singing about her penis. Because I thought that that's what, what she was saying. Thought she was legitimately saying, yep. I'm your penis, I'm your fire, I'm your desire. Yeah. I don't and also that almost makes more sense. It doesn't make sense, depending on who sings the song, I guess, but yeah. Okay. I would say Ranger Donald says maybe you can get a taste of cake sponsorship. Now listen. I don't want that. <laughs> I would say that sounds great, but that also sounds awful. I that I would I would turn down certain sponsorships mostly for diabetes sake weight gain sake and mm-hmm. the fact that like I may not have tasty cakes is legit all sugar like I've never had it's, something in my mouth that is so much sugar it hurts my teeth giggity uh, yeah no I uh yeah there's it's my weakness and you guys can understand I am a I am I am I am a fatty fat fat and I'm trying to get down I'm trying to get I'm trying to fit into a chair that we're trying to get for this thing we can't tell you guys about yet yeah because you guys took a picture of the of the of the place the other day and I'm in the picture and I was like I can't be that guy in that picture. <laughs> I can't be that guy. And and I'm eating vegan and veggie and doing a lot of stuff, and I feel good, but then the sh- I can't turn down sugar. Yeah. And 19 boxes of Tasty Cake showed up. God bless him out of his heart, Ranger Donald, trying to what? murder me. Yeah. Trying to murder me because I, I literally put them in my car, and I said, the first homeless encampment I run into, God bless those people, therefore the grace of God go I, I'm going to give them Tasty Cakes. I drove past seven of them <laughs> and I took it straight to where we meet uh, regularly now. And it was like, Josh and Mark will eat these. Well, Josh did eat some. We have the coffee cakes at our apartment right now. And Amanda said, get these out of here. Um, and that's coming from a pregnant woman. Uh, Ranger Donald says, you can get them at Ralph's near you guys. I got them last year when I was around LA. I've never seen them at a Ralph's, but maybe I just haven't looked hard enough. Because I can't, I don't look, I can't. It's such a weakness. And the camera, you guys think the camera adds 10 pounds. It adds an entire body. And I can't have that. I can't have that. Yeah. The beard's making me old and fat enough. Back in the day, back in the day when we worked at that place where things ran into each other. Right. Um, Collided, if you, you will. Yeah. Maybe you could collide at mm-hmm, one point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that uh, <laughs> I... I remember we did that that sketch about Superman's mustache. Remember? Oh yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah, it was a fun one. I did that video. And I shaved, I shaved my face except for a mustache, and I saw how fat my face had become. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing more uh, humbling than seeing after you've had a beard for a while, seeing your face without a beard on camera. You're like, holy shit, I am so fat and ugly. <laughs> and hideous. Not, not and you. Like, not you. Me. I'm like, nah. I can't do that ever again. I don't want to ever see my face clean shaven again. And I. And you know what? 
if that's the situation, that's the situation, but I'm never really going to clean shave again. Amanda likes me non-clean shave, clean shaven. Yeah. I mean, unless Jeopardy says, Josh, you have to clean have to shave. And I'm like, really? Like, is that? I'm, I'm so glad what? beards kind of came back because remember you and I grew up in an era where the only people with beards were like Kenny Loggins, uh, Ellis from Die Hard and <laughs> Michael McDonald. And none of them loved the music, but they just didn't, they weren't viewed as, like good, it was like weird. It was like look at that guy with a beard. So yeah. like it's not not doesn't look good. And and uh, I'm so glad. I don't like the big mountain man beards and everything. Uh, God bless you if you do. I think it's a little overkill. But like, uh, unless you're a mountain man, right? Um, but, but see, here's the thing, Ken. I yeah. remember like in my neighborhood, my dad's friends. None of his friends had beards. None a of- lot of them did, however. Have mustaches. Must my I mean, my dad's had a mustache for he for over forty years now. Not cha- he hasn't seen the top of his lip in forty years. Uh, Trey yeah. T says it best. My, my, a beard is like a skirt for my double chin. He's correct. That's very. That's very right. That's very yes. right. But the truth is, then you can hide. It hides the 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 look from you. And guy, you know, we want to encourage body positivity and being happy with yourself. I'm not happy with myself, and so <laughs> uh, I I don't know what to do. And and then and then you know, the older you get, it's 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 harder. It's really harder. Yeah. Yeah. One tasty cake stays with you for a month. One workout session, five minutes. Totally. It's it's like, uh, I remember after I saw my face in that mustache sketch, because here's the thing, <laughs> is I lost some weight. I lost some weight for my wedding, right? You did. And then yeah. I went on the honeymoon, ate pizza for like two straight weeks. Sure. And then came home from my honeymoon like mid-October, went to the Baldino wedding, okay, to officiate yep. Jake Baldino's wedding. They just right. celebrated their anniversary. Baldino's. Amanda and Jake Baldino, the Baldines, family Baldines. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I put on the suit that was the same size as the suit that I wore for my wedding. And it was tight, like really tight. And I saw myself without my coat on, like without the jacket on, dancing at Baldino's wedding. And I was like, can't do it. Whoa, is that me? Okay. Yeah. Then we do that stupid mustache sketch. Then the holidays come around. Mm-hmm. I can't fit into jeans. I can't fit into like dress pants. Yeah. And it is a situation. So then in January, I was like, I'm going to get back on the workout train. I'm going back to working out. And that's when I realized that like working out and exercising has to be a way of life or else I turn into Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> it turned into a thumb head. Same. Cause I love working out. I love lifting weights. And then when I stop, I forget how much I love it. And then I go three weeks without doing it because I'm like, I don't know. And then I get, I'm like, why? I love this. This relaxes. This is therapy for me. Do you remember, do you remember the awesome tacular sketch, which we, we put a lot of great awesome tacular sketches up there. Jeremy Johns was great, by the way, he was really fun. Um, But we had to do those two sketches. Me and him had to do the movie fans sketch. And so I had to shave my face every time to do that, to look like I was 19 or something. I hated that. I hated that. And then remember we did that, um, that, that uh, remember we did the uh, uh, the clown sketch, yeah. Where we, me and Riley were the clowns, and, and Jeremy was a newsman, and I had to shave for that, and I was in clown makeup, and and there was a photo taken of me. I drove home crying, <laughs> like a sad clown. I was like, I can't. That can't be me. That can't be me. I remember when I shaved the one time just out of sheer boredom, and I came, and I think Fernandez, uh, like it was the nicest Mark Fernandez, like the nicest way possible. He was like, so. uh Why'd you shave your face? But he would do that stuff. He would do that stuff. And I'd happily, if Mark Fernandez ever wanted to call into the show, get on the, I, I would talk to him about it. I, I, remember when 
you know, I clearly, yeah. I don't have a ton of hair and I don't care. I really don't care. And I have fun just fucking around doing weird things with my hair. I remember I did the schnep yeah. for a while. God bless schnep. Because John was yeah. more bald than any of us, but you wouldn't know because he had just his unwashed mass bird nest of hair. And that was part of his thing. So I started totally. doing, I started kind of just not caring about my hair and just would kind of do that. And I'm not saying it looked great on camera. I just was like, I have to have fun doing it. And uh, they had like a meeting about it. And, like, like they had a meeting about it where Fernandez was like, what's he, what's, what's, what's he doing with his hair? And like Harloff, God bless him, defended me. He was like, it's just, I think it's crazy and fun. And, uh, you know, because Harloff kind of loves that crazy and Harloff, fun stuff. Yeah. And I'm not like casting stones at Fernandez. I got it because he's he's got to have, it's his network and he's got on he it. He looked like George Carlin for yeah. a long time. I just was like, yeah, I did I did the slick back. Um, and it was my favorite time because I just, but the problem is I have real footage of that. I can't submit it for anywhere because I look like a nut job. I look no. like a nut job. I agree. Uh, we got a, a, a late super chat from the one and only Jesse Roach. Uh, she said, I got to call some time to tell the Aruba story. Um, on In our new venture, which uh, we haven't announced yet, but it's we're gonna, we got some things in the works, guys. We are going to have an actual telephone for you to call. That's going to be oh, one we, of the things we most definitely have. Yeah, we're going to. Are we going to do that? I got to confirm that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I thought that was the idea. Yeah, no, no, no. I've got, I'll tell you off air. I got, I got, I signed up for, try to sign up for a business account for the internet. Right. So if you, if you try to set up for your house, you go to a website, you select service, you do a fill out a form online. Maybe you have to call someone for this one, this one, you, for business, you fill it out and they're like, we'll get back to you. And now like two people have emailed me and are like competing. They're like, you haven't talked to anyone. Have you? (laughs) Like, no. Is it like when you go to the, the suit department at Macy's? Like, has anybody spoken to you yet? Yeah, like, it really uh, is. Yeah, and yeah. this person's like, well, let, here, let me give you the options. Here's what you got. Here's what you got. And then today I got an email from someone else. You haven't talked to anyone, have you? So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Oh. All right. So uh, Jesse Roach, I have to call you some. Also, have a novel's worth from my semester abroad in France. Josh, you'd love them. Yeah, I did a semester abroad in Italy. I want to hear. I love semester abroad stories because it's literally like what parents think about semester abroad, right? Is that we're getting all kinds of like culture and, you know, we're doing like good things and we're learning about ourselves and finding ourselves really and truly. They just let Americans loose in a foreign country and we act like idiots. <laughs> and there you go. And, and there's why the world hates us. Well, yeah. one of many reasons. Uh, Can, yeah. You know, we got a full name here. Should we give a little backstory to Jesse Roach? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on here. Let me get back to the screen so I can see it. Um, what do we got here? Um, Jesse Roach there. Uh, Jesse Roach actually, I don't know. I don't know if you know this, um, Josh, Jesse, uh, Roach is the first ever professional softball player to transition to a teen pop idol, uh, career. Um, she was a, uh, pitcher for her college softball team, went pro. What, where, Oklahoma State? Is that where she played? Oklahoma State, yeah. And yeah. Um, she started, She actually transferred to the community college, uh, transferred okay. in, which I think is a good path. I uh, was yeah. going to make the Olympics. I uh, was going to go to the Olympics for a softball team. And mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. someone was like, uh, that name, Jesse Roach, sounds like you have lunch at the Peach Pit with like the Saved by the Bell cast. That's a great name. Oh. Do yeah. you sing? And Jesse was like, yeah, I, I do sing. That's what I'm known for. So um, she started a mall tour. Remember those mall tours? She um, reinvigorated the mall tour. Yeah, it, it, it ended back. and she came back. But the, the great part about the mall tours that she was doing was mm-hmm. she was only doing outdoor malls. 
Yes, yes. And this is because this was a little bit later. Uh, the mall tour heyday was the 80s, and then it started coming back. But the, she started doing a little bit later at the lifestyle centers. Uh, that's like your groves, your fountains, and the apartment complexes above uh, H&Ms, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. And and, yes. and um, this is like the mid-2000s. And, man, she just kind of cleaned up on that circuit as a, as a pop singer at, at mall tours, lifestyle you know, center tours. And you know what's, what uh, it was amazing about Jessie Roach and, mm -hmm. you know, all of her shows were, you know, they started at some of the big outdoor malls. Then, then she went to just mini malls, like strip malls, you know, a place with like a sushi, a chiropractor, <laughs> a dentist office, uh, and, a pet store. Store yeah. and a, a random lamps plus, you yeah. know, like one of those. And nine parking spots, and she'd take up five of them for the concert. She would take up five, but people loved them. Like they, yeah. they were one, like, when's Jesse Roach? Where is she going to pop up? And she would pop up, and people would flock to these mini, these, uh, these strip malls, and she would absolutely destroy in these mm -hmm. strip malls, right? I mean, it, it was awesome. But here's the one thing that people, like what changed her music yeah. was, you know, how Ted Newt like, shoots a bow and arrow on stage? Wow, wow, wow. Jesse wow. Roach. Yeah. Jesse Roach would sign softballs and launch them into the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like how Rod Stewart kicks soccer balls. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and she's one of the first and only softball players to ever throw a curveball underhand. It, mm -hmm. it floated. I mean, it's crazy. Sweeping curve. And, and she uh, kind of, in 2006, uh, inspired by um, the tragic events of her brother being left behind in Aruba, and they didn't, they never found him, by the way. Uh, no. It turns out he, he eventually was discovered. He opened up a bicycle repair shop in Aruba yeah. and it's doing fine down there uh, and decided really? this seems good. I won't, I won't come back. Um, but she did a, a concert for, for the lost in Aruba. What's that? Well, it's, she, you know, I think it's bicycle repairs, uh, stand up paddle, paddle board renting uh -huh. and uh, homemade tortilla chips. Yeah. That's, oh God. That's uh, yeah. He, he pounds them out right there. Totally. Yeah. So she had a concert for, and this was kind of what was her undoing of her career. She had a concert called, uh, you know, for the lost in Aruba. And it was to raise some money to find her brother. And then at the end of that, he emerged. He's like, nah, I own a bicycle repair shop and paddleboard rental spot. And uh, a lot of people f considered that uh, maybe fraudulent activity. And she kind of had a, you know, her third album wasn't going to, was supposed to come out. It was uh, all a live album recorded at, uh, at uh, the Grove in uh, uh, Hollywood. And, uh, yeah. and, um, yeah, she kind of had to go away for a couple of years. Which was, which yeah, was and Michael Keltzer brings up a really strong um, point is thought she was related to Papa Roach. Actually, mm -hmm. she wrote the song, uh, mm -hmm. Cut My Life Into Peace. She wrote that. It was supposed to be a really lovely pop song. Yeah. But after she was kind of thrown out of the music industry, right. Jesse Roach, it had she wrote that song. And Papa Roach's band name before that was just The Bug Boys. Right. And she was like, no, you have to call yourself Papa Roach as an inspiration <laughs> to me. The bug boys. <laughs> and uh, and boom, yeah. shakalaka. There you are. Papa Roach came. Cut my life into pieces. And that is and Jesse Roach now makes her living writing pop songs for alt rock bands that no longer really sell albums. Yeah, that's true. I, though I tell you, her her phrasing on uh, her version of the song was a lot different. I eventually heard it. It was like cut. My life into pieces. This is my last resort. It it was it was cheerier. It sounded cheerier. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like um, it was you know it was kind of that combination of like a of like a Fleetwood Mac banger from the seventies and a <laughs> Tiffany banger from the eighties came together. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. Exactly it. 
That's the story of Jesse Roach. Roach. That's just that's the story. That's the story. Thank you, Jesse, for uh, letting us share your career. And if, you, if you guys go on YouTube, you can see her no hitter against uh, our tribal Oklahoma mm-hmm. in the 2011 uh, college softball World Series. 2007. Oh wow! So she went back to 2011. It. 2011. Oh, so she went back to softball after after her musical career. Oh, she, she still had two years of eligibility left. Wow, she's like, uh, what's that? What was that quarterback that played Florida or whatever? At, at, at he was like forty-one, and then Chris Wanky. Chris Wanky. <laughs> and did what did he she's do? She's the Chris Wanky of girls softball. Yeah, what what did he end up doing? He ended up playing to, with Carolina. He he played for Carolina for a bit, and wow. then I think he went to like Cincinnati. Maybe? Wow, wow, that's uh, yeah. And then he uh, he's never been on, on a box of Mojo Toe though. He did buy some. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. What does that sound? Um, I don't know if you can, yeah, what is that? Can you hear that? That is them moving these metal sheets in in the back of my building as they retrofit our building for earthquake. Oh, at least they're doing that now. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, I don't, after we had like six earthquakes in the last four months. Yeah. Well, that's no, how no, it no. is. That's that's always how it is. It's like there's a little handle that comes off uh, a little uh, drawer I have in my bathroom, and every day I'm like, I gotta go get that super glue from my office. And every day I don't do it until the next morning when I'm like, ah, I gotta get that super glue from my office. Uh, yeah, uh, it's that, that. Oh, an earthquake. I wonder if we're good. <laughs> I've also uh, uh, basically had WD forty on my shopping list for the last six and a half years. So. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait I think I'll that. tell you what I have. I think I have nine uh, bottles of WD-40, nine cans, because that's always the thing. I'm at the store and I go, oh, I need some WD-40. And I go home and I open up the cupboard and there's eight, eight, eight more there that I forgot I bought every time. Yeah. I mean, that kind of happens. It, it really all depends on your, you know, your inspiration for super glue, WD-40. It's those household chemicals that really tie the room together, you know? See, look at this. Um, Jesse says you had the right conference. I went to uh, KU. I also did play softball in high school and amateur sing a bit. Unreal. Uh, Jesse, it's not unreal. We know all of our, our viewers. We know our listeners. We know you all. We know you all. I was going to say, unreal. We we wrote your Wikipedia yeah. for you. Yeah. you. Just take it. Take yeah. what we just said. Put it on Wikipedia. And it's totally true. Just go and look it up. I, Jesse you know, Roach. You know, it, it's like, uh, you know, what do you, you know, I, I know every one of the, the, the people in chat right now, except for, except for, except for Saul, cause he's, yeah. he's quite frankly dangerous and he's hiding something. So, um, <laughs> I think Saul is like a, a government tr- contracted assassin slash. Well, yeah. Cause he, yeah. he used to, he used to call into that other show, uh, the, yeah. the one that you collided on every morning. Um, yeah. And I still thought he was a Tom Dagnino character for at least yeah, four months. I was like, there's no way the dog ate the bacon. Um, no. And then, I, you know, I had stopped watching that show. And so I would just hear about it. I'm like, it's all fake. It's all fake. Then I did meet him in person uh, out in uh, L.A. And I was like, oh, he's definitely more fake than I thought. He's definitely hiding. He's in some kind of witness protection. Yeah. I'm convinced of it. His name's not Saul. It's probably Vito. And yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, do we, are we clairvoyant? No. no. Are we some of the most factually correct human beings on the planet? Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, Ken, we I have it. to, uh, you gotta, you gotta go. Yeah. I have to jump in the car and drive God knows how long yeah. to get to the rehearsal for this weekend's huge 
yet albeit small and outdoors and is socially distant while wearing mask, wedding of the one, the only, that's right, David Griffin. <laughs> yep. That's currently uh, currently working on the ceremony. It is not done yet, which... Uh, oh, I, f- I finished your you and Amanda's ceremony on the drive down. <laughs> or the drive up to Carmel. There's no... There's like... there's You know, you've been through this before. Yeah. You know. Listen, you know, it's going to be an amazing ceremony. I have the idea in my head. I just need to put it on the paper, Ken. Yeah. You know how it is. I mean, I, I think at one point, like, I was in the hotel room and I had to text you. What's Amanda's name again? <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, this is the afternoons, uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Ken. Thank yeah. you guys for watching. Thanks for all the super chats. A special thanks to international pop icon Jesse Roach uh, for stopping by. Uh, thanks to Brian Brawler. Thanks to all of the fans in here. Uh, Saul, Brendan Durkin, Graham Butler, the legend. I miss Christy McGee in here today. I didn't see her. Trey T, Star Drew. We're probably a little uh, too... Uh... Probably Vermont too early Mike, for Ranger yeah. Donald, Graham Butler, the legends. They're all here. The legends. And thanks for all listening on the podcast. You can still follow the podcast, listen, and all those kind of wonderful things. Uh, and uh, stay tuned. I, we're joking. We're teasing. Stay tuned for something what we hope uh, we hope is cool. We we hope it's cool. We hope you like, like it. Yes, something is coming. Something wicked this way comes. And yeah. we hope you like it. So uh, that is... That is it for this week. Uh, go check out the RMT Club. I really do want one. I do re- really do absolutely want one for the uh, Botatorium. Uh, this is the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, not Amanda today. We'll explain that next week. And this is the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, not Amanda. Oh, God, I just did. I talked to Mark Riley about this. You can get into outro circles where you just keep outroing the show. Follow us on Twitter, the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, Amanda, which is available on Twitter, the Afternoons. This is the afternoons with Josh Ken, not Amanda. A silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. As long as you're swinging the RMT club like Harry Potter in the Deathly Hallows Part 2, it's always afternoon. Bum, 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 bum